0: covenant brothers amen we just want to say we love you man of god thank you amen for the opportunity you know we we don't take it lightly we are pastors uh we've been passing for 20 years and uh you know uh pk kid amen so y'all you know what we've been through amen but we thank god for your man and woman god that has been able to just come down and love on us and be a part of what god is doing all the way in the big city of coolidge arizona amen Look at your neighbor and say, you're going to have to come down sometime, amen. But uh, we're, we're honored. I want to just always honor because, how I mean, you know, many men and women of God must be celebrated, amen. You got, when you get a good man and woman of God, you need to celebrate them every opportunity you can. You need to keep them in prayer, lift them up, love on them, give them a blessed handshake. Come on, somebody. Because I heard him say something a couple of weeks ago, your man and woman of God is your Holy Ghost connection. And so we're grateful, amen, to be in this house, amen. You may be seated, amen. Before we get right into the word of God, amen, I want to just acknowledge, amen, my wonderful wife of 26 years, amen. Lady Tammy, amen. Any of you women of God have put up with some uh, blessed mess? Amen, praise the Lord, amen. But uh, we're, we're grateful, amen, we're grateful to be here tonight, amen, and then have my children, amen, my daughter, Venetia, my son, Jermaine, and my daughter-in-law, Brittany, amen, we're honored, amen, they're with us, as well as my nieces with me, amen, and this is my mother and father over here on the corner over here, Pastor Carl and Diane Daniels, they've been on the battlefield for over 35 years preaching the gospel, amen. And so we're excited, amen. And I believe we have a few destinies that are in the house, amen. Are y'all here? Oh, Lord Jesus, amen. We're good. You know, they showed up tonight because they know if they didn't show up, I'm going to be fussing on Sunday, amen. You know, pastors will fuss, amen. But we're honored tonight, amen, to be here, amen. Uh, I, me and my wife, amen, we've just come from a, um, you know, not a vacation, but we had one of our sons in Detroit, he uh, got married, amen, and uh, well, he, they just had a new baby, amen, and then he got married, surprised us when we got out there, got married, amen, and, you know, and so we had an opportunity, but as I was on the plane, you know, I've always, I don't take for lightly whatever God uh, given opportunity to come into the house of the lord i know how precious god's people is amen and i know your labor and your toil and what you're doing for the kingdom of god and so god just gave me a word that i just want to share out of my heart and so if you if you will let me be free tonight amen touch your neighbor say let him be free tonight You know, I I will need some participation, amen. Since this is a Bible study night, amen. And uh, my covenant brother, he allowed me to be tonight. So I'm just going to flow like the Lord would have me to flow. Is that all right, church, amen? Well, give the Lord one more good shout of praise, amen. And so I'm going to just pray, and then we'll get right into the Word of God. Father, we honor you tonight. We thank you for the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Lord, we thank you for your presence in this place, and we thank you for this man and woman of God. We thank you for this church kingdom in a valley that's making the impact they're making. And so, God, we're here tonight just to stir up their faith, Father God, just to add what we know with them, Lord God, and and to rub shoulders and be connected tonight. And we give you praise and glory that you get all the glory tonight, and that you speak in the heart of your people we think of that change and transformation shall take place and we give you praise and glory in Jesus name everybody said, come on give the Lord one more good shout of praise go ahead and prophesy to your neighbor say neighbor take every limit off God come on come on say don't you never limit him again tonight I just want to share some things with you tonight about taking the limits off God amen is that alright As I said, I was on the plane, and whenever I'm on there, the Lord began to give me some things prophetically for the house of the Lord, wherever I'm going to be. And and I just want to be obedient tonight. You know, one of the things, I'm not a, I'm just a person that just obey God, amen? I know many of you may not know me, Amen. But uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm just only here just to speak into your heart what God would have me to say, Amen. I have no agenda, Amen. I've been serving the ministry, of the Kingdom of God, for twenty some years, Amen. And I, I've established five churches, Amen. Uh, we I do know a little bit about ministry. Any of y'all know something about ministry? And ministry, how many know it is work? I look at somebody and say it's real work, but everybody say it's a good work though. Because what I want to say to the body of Christ that are here tonight, whatever you're doing for God, did you know that your labor is not in vain? See, so you got you, you to gotta understand that no matter what we require in the kingdom of God, God will want to do some incredible things in your life. But I do know sometimes we all have had great experiences, but sometimes our faith be challenged and sometimes we can put limits back on God as if he can't pull it off. Look at somebody and say, whatever he did then, he can do it again. And so I want to just talk to you a little bit about, I'll take my text out of the story, out of Psalm verse number 78, and we'll read that and then I'll get into some things for you tonight. But tonight we're just going to talk a little bit about taking the limits of God. Look at somebody say, no more barriers. Come on, say, no more restraints. Come on, say, devil, I won't be capped. Are y'all ready for another level in your life? Amen. And in this text, Psalms, let's go there, Psalms chapter 78, and this is a a time when David wrote these uh, Psalms, and he was dealing with, uh, he he wrote some things because the, the children of Israel have saw God do incredible things in their life. They saw God move. They saw how the hand of God moved in the era they were in. But the Bible said they began to still doubt God on some things. Have you ever been through some things where God showed up and then this testimony, you saying, God, boy, you had But how I many know oh, God is still there? And so in Psalm 78, and I want to just go to verse number, if I can get it, go to verse 41. I think that's where we're going to start tonight. Verse number 41. Amen. And, and, and he says some things how they tempted the Holy One of God. And, and the Bible said here, hallelujah, glory be to God. Just let me, I'm working this thing, amen. You know, I, I, I like to use the, uh, this helps me get a little further, so if y'all just bear with me a few minutes, amen. Is that all right, church? Because everybody said, God's got something for you tonight. So Psalm 78, verse number 41, amen, that's what we want to look at, amen. And in verse 41, he says some things here. David wrote these psalms, and as he was dealing with the children of Israel, they kept on doubting God. They experienced God's power. They saw the hand of God, but they still didn't believe in some things. And in verse number four, four forty-one, he said, yeah, they turned back, and what did they do? Tempted God and uh, limited the what? holy one of Israel. In other words no matter all that God did they still had doubt and they tempted God because they put limits and barriers on what God could do. Are y'all with me says a God. And sometimes when, we, when we're when we dealing with life issues and God bring us through some things, and no matter what, because we know we gotta have a we gotta fight the fight of faith. Sometimes it seems like God, what's going on in my situation? But the Bible said they tempted him and they put limits. Or when I say limits means they put barriers and restraints on God. Did you know you can put a restraint on God? Amen. Because what you don't realize, God is big enough to do whatever you need him to do. He's a God that cannot be handicapped, he's a God that'll move in your situation no matter what it looked like. Is there anybody ever had an experience with God in this place? Come on, touch your neighbor. Say, neighbor, I know my God. See, many people know the word of God, but do you know the God that's of the word? Because there is a difference. Come on, somebody. I can quote the scriptures real good because I know them, but I want to have a a relationship and know the God that's of the word because when I know the God of the word, it really don't matter what I'm going through. I already know God going to pull it off. Look at somebody and say, God going to pull it off. And so the Bible said they tempted him and they put limits on God. And when I thought about that, God, I want to come to tell you tonight, God is ready to do some incredible things in all of our lives. He's searching to and for the earth. The Bible said looking for somebody that he can show himself strong and touch your neighbor, say, will you let him use you? And as I was on the plane, I, 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 you know, the, 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 the jet took off and the speed that it went to, it got to a higher level. And it went, it went from 10,000, 20,000, went up to 30,000. And I, as I was on the plane, the Holy Ghost gave me a word. He said, you know, over in Germany, they got what I call an Autobahn lane. And over in the Autobahn lane, it's like four lanes, but on this one lane, there is no limits in this one lane. The average speed is something like 130 miles an hour. There's been no limit, and that's what God want me to tell some people. Stop putting limits on me. He's ready to do some things in your life that you ain't never seen before. Yeah, I know he's pretty good to you right now, but the God we serve want to do some more incredible things. Look at your neighbor and say, God ain't through with me yet. He said, I want, to, I want the body of Christ, the people of God, to live a no limit lifestyle. Everybody say no limits. Because we, break, we get breakthroughs all the time. We go through things, but somewhere or another, still, the enemy still try to put barriers on our situation. He still try to cap our faith as if we can't believe God for those supernatural. Everybody say supernatural. And so what God said, it is time that we uproot every burial. Look at somebody say, every burial, every boundary, and stronghold as pertain to me in your life. See, Jesus came to provide a no-limit lifestyle. Can you prove that? You know I can. The Bible said in St. John 10.10, 10, Jesus said, the thief come to steal, kill, and what? Stroy. He said, but I come that y'all may have what? Life and that you may have a how." He said, I come that you can enjoy the, everybody say, the good life. Now, I know you got a pretty good life, but I want to come to tell y'all, there's another level from what you're doing right now. Don't you never put a cap on God. Come on, somebody. God is big enough to do incredible things for your life. And sometimes we put, see, sometimes your last success can be your greatest hinder from going forward. I remember five years ago when God launched me into the new vision. My God, we were so excited about it. But the Lord began to tell me, there's more I want to do. We started out in a little uh, a gymnasium. And when we went to a church, and now we got a campus down in Coolidge, Arizona. They shut a school down, and the favor of God came on our ministry Well, we are running that whole campus right now. Come on, somebody. Because, see, you can't put a limit on God. Because it don't matter how much it costs, if God... If, other people may can't do it, but God can show do it. Look at somebody and say, don't you put a limit on God. And the Bible said they tempted the Holy One of Israel and they limit God. And see, there's a few errors we limit God. Number one, in what we believe. See, if you are a believer, you got to believe the Bible. You can't say you believe and don't believe the word. All the word pastors preaching to you, all the prophetic word you're hearing from great men and women of God. Number one, I got to believe the word because if my believing ain't right, my thinking won't be right. And if my thinking ain't right, my talking won't be right. And if my talking ain't right, my actions won't be right. But I got to get my believing in line with the word of the living God. And I tell people all the time, if God said it, that settles it. If God say he's going to heal my body, I don't care what cancer come my way. I got a word from God. I'm standing on the word, and God going to deliver me. If God said the seed of the righteous is delivered, I don't care how bad that boy look right now. You got to keep speaking the word because you got a promise from God that your seed shall be delivered. Look at somebody and say, do not limit your God. And see, many times we've got to revisit some things that we've been through in our past. And every now and then, Pastor still I just give God an incredible praise. 26 years ago, I was looking at 15 years of prison. But I had a word from God. And the word said, you can have what you say. And because I've been made like God, I've been created in His image. I've been made in His likeness. Like when He wanted something to happen, He just spoke it. He prophesied what light and light came. And God said, You can have what you say. And I start calling freedom. I start calling deliverance. I start calling breakthrough. I begin to open up my mouth. I don't use my mouth for gossip, but I use my mouth for creating a world that I want. And the undercover that set me up got set up because I spoke my future into existence. And I didn't let what they said limit me because the God, whatever God said, that's what I go with. And that's what you call, everybody say, faith. You got to walk in that word because the devil come to bring limits on you. He come to put barriers, that word limit. Let me give you just a few things for that word. Everybody say, don't let the devil limit you. See, when you, when, when you think about limits, limits are just boundaries the enemy tried to put on your life. They're restraints that the enemy tried to bring in your life. Are y'all with me, says of God? Look at somebody say, stay with him, stay with him. They're boundaries or restraints or limitations that he tried to put in your life that stop you from doing what God has already called you to do. Amen? And you can't allow what you're going through to stop your future. You can't allow what it looked like to put a limit on God because he is an incredible God. Come on, somebody. He's a God that can't be bound. See, and what I want to tell you today, I, you and I have been equipped by God to do some big things. I was never equipped to be bound. I was never equipped to be stopped. If they tell me no, then they wasn't the one anyhow. My yes is out there somewhere. Look at your neighbor and say yeah, you are a son and daughter of God. In the book of Romans it talks about Romans 8 and the 15 on it talks about that we've been adopted into the royal family of God. Uh-huh. And, and, and that not only we've we been adopted but we are children of God. Everybody say stay with him. And if I'm a children then he says that you are heir. You are heir with God and a joint heir with Jesus. That means everything that God created and made in this earth I'm entitled to it. But we got to stop looking at it just for other people and realize that I'm a son of God. You are a daughter of God. You are heir of God. And the heir means you an heir to this man of God. So whatever he got, you got a right to it. So whatever my daddy has, I'm entitled to it. And as heirs, I got to start acting like an heir. Come on, somebody. I got to start acting like whatever God told me, it is so. And open up my mouth and receive what God promised me in his word. It really don't matter what the devil say. It really don't matter what they say. It really don't matter who say, but it's what God say. And I'm going to join that with Jesus. And I have an inheritance. What is my inheritance? Everything in this covenant. See, every now and then, you got to just go go for it. Go to every scripture you can find that says it belongs to you. It's my right. I heard a man say one day, well, you know, you ain't got to believe God for stuff. The devil is a lie. Anything in that Bible, I'm entitled to it. See, what people got to understand, this is the last will and testament of Jesus. And what he said, he is the testator of the will. And what he said was, ever in the will, you entitled to it. Now, I don't know about you, but when I see some things in the word, I don't don't need a confirmation. It is the confirmation. It is what I want. And I got to open up my mouth and declare what God said. I have what God said I have. I can do what God said I can do. And I am who God say I am. Look at some they say, get that limit off you. You were made like God. You were created like God. You were made with the same stuff God God, God put on you. And what God said, when you want something to change, open up your mouth and declare it. Speak it. Call it. God said, I call those things that be not as though they are and the same way he called it, he said, y'all can call it. Why come death and life is in the pot? Look at your neighbor say, neighbor, what you been saying lately? Come on, say, what you been saying lately? See, we got to believe we are a chosen generation, a warrior priesthood, a peculiar people, a holy nation. that should. He said, I called y'all out of darkness into my mouth. We're supposed to be a display for the goodness of God. When I see Pastor Steele, I ought to get excited because if God delivered him, he'll deliver me too. I got a father and mother back in the day, they used to call them the black bunny car. They used to fight and cut and shoot. But when you look at them now, 35 years on the battlefield serving God now we are a display of the glory of God and see many people try to use my past on me but the Lord told me your call came before your fall before the foundations of the world I pick you out don't you let them people put no bondage on you the grace of God is on us And God knew every mistake. God knew every lie. God knew everything. But he still picked you out. Jesus. And when I discovered that, I said, oh, God, all this stuff I used to do and you still love me? All my past, he said, your call came before your fall. That's just a part of history. But you was before the foundations of the world. So don't let no limit come on you about your past. When we come into the kingdom, we all come messed up. We all come toe up. But when the anointing of God get on us, the anointing removes burden. The anointing destroys the yokes abundance. And the anointing will get on your life. And just the Bible said, as Jesus is, so are we in this world. And I just learned to claim my covenant rights. No limits on you. No more barriers. See, the, the Bible talks about the Tower of Babel. And what happened, they were building this tower. And the Bible, now watch this now. The Bible said, because the people were one, and they had all things together. And the Bible said nothing will be restrained or limit from them what they want to do. And the Bible said whatever they imagined, whatever they thought and they came together. Have you ever noticed why so many married people got problems? Because the devil knows if y'all ever get together and get on the same page, he in trouble. One can chase a thousand, two can do what? In the church, we ever wonder why it seems like so many problems sometimes in the church. Because he recognized if y'all fall in line with the vision of the house, can't nothing stop us. See, this is just a starting place for what God want to do. Oh, come on, somebody. And so what God said, if I don't come down there and bring Babel on the scene, the word Hebrew for Babel means confusion. And if I don't mix up their speeches to get everybody talking different, they will reach heaven because there'll be nothing that'll limit them from getting where I'm at. So the father had to come down, mess up the speeches, and the and the work ceased. What I'm trying to tell you, when you're in agreement with somebody, don't let no devil come and stop what God is trying to do. Don't let Babel get into the mix of the church. Don't let Babel get into your marriage. Don't let Babel get into your children. Because what happens, a house that's divided cannot stand. And it brings limits on us where God said, Hey, hey, I've got greatness for y'all. Look at somebody and say, I refuse to allow any limit on my life. Are right, y'all with me, sense of God? Look at somebody and say, I'm taking off the limit. Come on, say, I'm taking off every barrier. I'm a child of God. Come on, tell your neighbor, neighbor you've been made like God. And, and, and so we've got to look at some things as I, as I want to just give you a few nuggets for you today. Everybody say a few nuggets. First nugget I want to give you is don't you get limited in your thinking. There's a dream on the inside of you. There's a desire we all have. There's a purpose that we have from God. God created you for a reason. You are not an accident. And the dream you have will come true. The desires you want will come to pass. And the purpose you have for your life will take place. But the Bible said, so men think it. Look at your neighbor and say, you got to do something with this thing up here. And so you can't let your mindset be limited. And see, it don't matter where you come from. Because when I came into the kingdom, I came pretty messed up. Anybody else been with me? Let's be real. If, if you ain't kind of messed up, we're going to pray for you tonight. But my mind was totally different because coming from the world, your mind has been totally different. And so what I had to do, I realized that I love God, but this thing wasn't together. My thought life. So what I had to do, I had to take that word, eat that word, gurgitate that word, get it into my spirit day and night, meditate on that thing, see myself being who God said I can be. See myself coming out of this situation because your mind is the battlefield. I don't care how much you love Jesus, if you don't get this together, you, will still, you can be get saved tonight and still go get a sip tonight. Oh, y'all ain't going to be real. Come on now. Come on. But we've got to get our thinking together and take the barriers off our thought process. And I believe the Bible said in Philippians 4, it said, think on what? These things. Things that are true. Things that are lovely. Things that have a good report. He said, "If there be any virtue and praise, what think of thi- Then Paul said in Romans, "Be ye what transformed by the." I've got to renew that mind. I gotta work that. Everybody say, "Work the mind," because that's what the limit comes at. Second thing you gotta do, you gotta believe that God can do supernatural things to bring restoration in your life. Everybody say, "Supernatural." Did y'all know we serve a supernatural God? Did y'all know we serve a God that can never be limited? The Bible said in Mark 9, 23, he says, all things are possible to him that what? But everybody said, I got to believe it. Every situation, because we serve a supernatural God. Come on, somebody. And I don't care what your marriage at today, if you'll get a hold to the word of God, God can bring restoration in your marriage. I don't care what the health of your body, you get enough of that word in your body, in your in your spirit, God can bring supernatural healing in your body. You get enough word on you about your children, I don't care what it looked like. God can restore the relationship with your seed. Any of y'all got some problem with your family? Well, I got news for you too. God can restore your family relationships. Because see, the devil knows family is important. And so what I want to show you is I want to just tell you a story about a man by the name of Job. Many people call him crazy Job, but how many know Job got something. He went through a storm in his life where he lost everything. And sometimes that's why when you're fighting a fight of faith, don't you jump ship too early. God already know what you're going through. Hold on to that word. Hold on to that thing. And the Bible said on the back end of Job, look at somebody said the back end. And the storm only lasted nine months. See, storms don't last forever. It just feels like that. And a lot of things God is shaping and molding your attitude. A lot of things God is dealing with seeing how you're going to come out of this thing. Because if you don't come out, what can I tell anybody else? Touch your neighbor and say, is he talking to you? But the Bible said in Job 42 verse 10, the Bible said, God restored the fortunes of Job. And Job got double for his trouble and God restored everything back in his life look at somebody say believe God for supernatural restoration the next point I want to show you is you you need a revelation of his supernatural power because sometimes in the natural pastor still we don't see a way but the Bible said that Jesus is the way The truth and the what. And just because you don't see a way don't mean God ain't already got a way worked out for you. I believe that I can never be in a situation that God ain't already made a way for me to come out of that thing. Moses uh, goes to Pharaoh, and Pharaoh trips out. God, God hardened his heart, so he's bringing the children of Israel out of Egypt. When they get there, they get to a water. Come on, somebody. And you know, some folk don't like no water. Come on, somebody. The water in front of them, two million people, and Pharaoh in back. What we going to do? God said, Moses, what you got in your hand? Lift your rod. And it may not look like the way, but how I know that sea did part. Everybody say, Supernatural. Woman with an issue of blood had been to all the doctors for 12 long years, spent all her money she had. But one day, she made up in her mind, when I come to church today, I don't care what y'all doing. You can gossip, you can talk, but I'm coming to get mine. And that day, she she said, if I can touch the hem of his garment, I shall be whole. It looked like there was no hope for her, but in one day, God healed her body, met her need, because the word whole means nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken in her life. Everybody say, it may not look like it, but God's got a way. Everybody say, God's got a way. Jesus is feeding the 5,000. He said, what y'all got? All they had was this little boy had a two-piece fist in him. Jesus took that two pieces of fish and five loads of bread, broke it, and said, Father, bless it, and fed 5,000 people besides the women and the children. Look at somebody say, We still serve a supernatural God that does supernatural things. And it don't matter what you're in right now. The Bible said, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord... What that means, God is obligated to bring me through. He can't leave me hanging. If he leaves me hanging, his word, see, I, I got a, I got a covenant with God. And the covenant says, my life is pledged to him, he is to mine. And whatever I need him to do, he's got to be there for me. He's got to show up for me. Look at somebody and say, he's still a great deliverer. And this is one, one, i just got a few more for you because I just want to come and everybody say, stir your faith. When I was a little kid, I got a grandmother, her name was M- Mother Willie Jeffries Bishop. And I, I tell my church, they know where I'm going with it. And we was kids, you know, we didn't have a lot to eat. We had food to eat, but we, didn't have, we couldn't buy all that drink stuff. So, you know, one of our favorite drinks, any of y'all remember, y'all know what our favorite drink was? Oh, come on, talk to me, somebody. And, and the Kool-Aid was red. I love red Kool-Aid. That, you know, that, that's the nickname my mom and them gave me, red. But anyway, what I would do, I would put the Kool-Aid in there. And, you know, when you put the sugar in, the sugar don't stay at the top. It goes to the bottom. And so what I would do, I was the stirrer. That means I was the one that stirred that thing up. And that's why I just stopped by tonight. Y'all already know the word. Y'all got one of the greatest men and woman I got in here. I just come to stir y'all faith up. To let you know that there's no limit that God can do on your life. Don't you let the devil again keep you in bondage. All you got to do is open up your mouth. The Bible said, when I sit my praises up, God start rearranging some things. God start uprooting some things. Oh, come on, somebody. Your praise is a weapon against the enemy. To let them know, I don't care what you're trying to do. I'm still going to give God praise. Rebel shake your head up you. Say, neighbor, God is a supernatural God. He has incredible things. And let me leave you with this one tonight. There's a whole lot, a whole lot of word, but I want to just give you a few more, just one more point. Don't you rule out supernatural increase or even financial breakthrough. Ah. Uh, did y'all know that God is a supernatural God? He know every need you, got. He know your condition. He know your financial condition. But God has a system that sometimes when you start talking about it, it gets quiet in the church. Jesus said in the New Testament, he said, if you seek the kingdom of God first, and His what? right, all these things. So when I serve the kingdom of God, and I have that mindset that I'm about the Father's business. God says, everything you need, I'll make sure that it come back to you. Now, when you talk about the kingdom, that means in the kingdom, God's got a different system from the world. In the world, it's get all you can and can't all you can get. But in the kingdom, you got to sow your way to greatness. Well, that's how I'm going to go over here. God's got a system, number one, called tithe and offerings. And the quality of life, whether you believe it or not, the quality of life you want to live is connected to your seed. See, you, you, you got to realize God knows your condition. And let me show you, God, the Bible talks about the woman, the widow woman, who was getting ready to eat her last meal. And she sent the prophet Elijah to her and said, woman of God, I know that's your last, but give to me when? Give to me when? Give to me when? When it comes to your church and God has blessed you with a job, you got to understand that every dime out of a dollar don't belong to you. Everybody won't increase, but they won't follow the system because in the kingdom, the king has rules and the king established a better way. And what he said, I'm going to put a system together and if y'all operate the system, I'll make sure you get blessed. But you can't deny the system and expect to be blessed anyhow. So when I want some increase, i got to pull what's out of my pocket, put it into the ground. Because one thing I do, know, I'm from the country, and if a farmer don't put no seed in the ground, he ain't get no harvest. But the God you serve got a way to make sure that he take care of his kids. And can't nobody take care of you like God. I say, can't nobody take care of you like God. Who you know can take a dime out of a dollar and multiply it and bless you anyhow? Who you know that can take a seed that you put into the ground and show up and do something supernatural that will you, blow your mind that you didn't even know how it's was going to happen? That's the type of God we serve. Look at somebody say, don't you limit God. Come on, say, say, take the barriers off God. Say, neighbor, he is a supernatural God. Come on, say, he's a supernatural God. In closing, you got to just take the limit off God. And when you study your Bible, you show up a church Bible study, you just got to believe the Bible. And if the man or woman of God can show you in the Word, just go with the Word. Take the limits off God, knowing that. And see, I know some of you say, Pastor, you don't know my situation. you got some hard cases. Well, I know about hard cases. I know about some, and oh my God, I've been practicing for 20-some years. And I'm in a little area, a little religious city. But I didn't let that bow me. And the Lord told me, he told me many times my pastor said, Well, won't you move up to the city? But the Holy Ghost didn't tell me to move to the city. Because what I heard God say, if I can't bless you here, I can't bless you there. The same God in Coolidge is the same God in Phoenix. Same God in Phoenix is the same God in Coolidge. And I just stood on the word of God. It, it, it seemed far fetched, but I had a dream, and the dream was New Destiny Christian Center. And I declare that God gonna send people into that church to help us do what God and we have an incredible church. Come on, somebody, we got some incredible people that just love the Lord. Are y'all witnessing to God? Because I believe in dream, and what happened? I didn't let my surroundings cap my thinking, because I got a Bible that can shape me how to think. And you got to stop being followers of other people telling you what to think when you got a God that's been proven, got a track record, that's a good God told that boy Abraham, Abraham, you're going to have a baby. Abraham at 75, God told him, you're going to have a baby. Abraham getting up in age and sometimes they produce an Ishmael and what's going on in the body of Christ, there's a whole lot of Ishmaels being producers because people don't, they put limits on God and they don't think God can pull it off. Well, if God can call a man a hundred years old and a woman 90 years old to have a baby, you know your problem ain't too hard for God. And Jeremiah said, Is there anything? Look at somebody say that means your thing. And I just stopped by to tell you, don't you limit God another day. Get your faith reader back up. Get your mouth back on the word. Get that thing back off the shelf that you put up on the shelf. Because the God we serve is an incredible God. And He is faithful to His Word. And y'all in a place that y'all seen the hand of God. But God's got a whole lot more he want to do for y'all ministry. A whole lot more he want to do for y'all life. And so this is the season What God says is a season of acceleration. A season of manifestation. That means the things that God promised you. God said, I'm in the mode that, that'll make sure that it come to pass. Your eyes ain't even seen it. Your ears have not heard at all. It is not entered in the heart of man the great things that the Lord has already prepared for those that He said, but you that's connected, He said, I'll reveal those things to you by my the Holy Spirit will let you know. January of this year, the Lord gave me a word. It was in November. He said, This is the year for you for grace. Because there's a lot of people who have been beat down by ministries, different things, family. And so because when you sometimes when you mess up, people want to throw you away. Some of us are just special projects. Any of y'all ever been a special project? I, I know I was a double project. But look at the Lord now. And so God said, I want you to share some things about the grace of God. And the grace is not that I license you to do what you want to do. But no, the grace is I'm so good to you, and I did it already. You ain't got to work for this. It's already done. Ain't nothing you can ever do to stop God from loving you. But the grace is, because I know how good the grace is, I want to do right. I want to show up for church. I want to tithe. I want to give my offering. He said, this is your year of grace and faith because everything in the kingdom operates by faith i mean i don't care how much you want to go, no, no matter what i know people try to take faith out but if you take faith out you take everything else out the bible said for by grace are you saved through meaning grace is the motive i got saved but faith is the means that god did it because anything you want god to do you got to believe god for it and then god told me he said there's a lot of people be talking about manifestation." me and my pastor was talking and we, talk, and we was talking and the Holy Ghost let us both know at the same time y'all talking about 2016 but I've already been past 2016 I'm just waiting on you to get your faith together and believe me that I can do it right now see everybody say limits limits we waiting on God and God said no I'm waiting on you baby cause I've already did everything I'm gonna do I didn't sit down I'm on the right hand of the Father, and this new covenant is my finished work. So anything in there, it's already done. I say it's already done. Mm-hmm. And so God said, begin to declare manifestation. And so what, that's what I've been doing. Man, from January all the way to now, God has just did some incredible things. All off a word of God. Because, see, when you get the word, when the man of God is speaking, he's speaking on God's behalf. And you've got to open up your heart and just receive what they say. And the word, they say, God is the one that confirmed his word. And in, this is the time of acceleration, the time of manifestation. And I just want to speak some things to you right now. If you just lift your hand or you just want, for any of you say, Pastor, that, that may have touched me. I just want to pray with you. Lift, you can lift or Stand to your feet, and I'm going to release a word over your life. Is that all right, church? No more limits. No more barriers god has already did it father we honor your word today lord i did what you told me to do now god i thank you that the word of god set in their heart we uproot every barrier, every limit that we put matter of fact god we repent for even thinking like that because god you have proven yourself faithful time and time again and so this night we uproot the limits We take the barriers off you and we move our faith to see the acceleration and the manifestation of your word. And God, we just give you a praise in advance that we believe your word. Come on, we believe your word. Come on, we believe your word. We believe your word. It's already done. It's already worked out. The dream, the house, the family, that, that new job that you want. Come on. That limit. Take that limit off God. You don't have to qualify like them. God is your qualifier. And tonight I release my faith with you that we move forth with no more limits. We now in the realm of the spirit is in the Autobahn lane. We are going where no man has gone before. And we thank you, Jesus, for providing a no-limit lifestyle. A no-limit lifestyle. No more barriers. If you said it, we believe it. That settles it. And we walk in it tonight. We give you praise. If you believe that, come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Come on, say, I receive it. Touch your neighbor, say,